friends, I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. This podcast is all about helping Colorado-based small business owners, entrepreneurs, realtors, and professionals discover the strategies and systems that take their marketing to all new heights. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to Rocky Mountain Marketing. My guest today is Suzanne Tulene. She is a brand clarity expert and has noticed a variety of creative ways that people are branding themselves both consciously and unconsciously. With over two and a half decades of strategic communication, employee brand engagement, and internal brand development, Suzanne's inside out brand building strategy creates the clarity and actions necessary for her clients to drive consistency, distinction, and advocacy long-term. Because her brand DNA approach is radically different, she is paving the way for companies and personal brands to elevate their value position and actually reduce marketing costs while growing market share. Suzanne, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, this is a blast, Katie. I love it that you're in my the same state as me. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's um, I, I love this part about uh, the podcast that you know we're able to connect with one another here in Colorado and then bring in experts like yourself. And so the opportunity to have you on the show really is great because people can be right here and be local with you and and still gain some great marketing and um, branding strategies. So thank you again so much for coming on the show today. I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. Let's have a great conversation about this. (laughs) So, you know, I want to talk a little bit about just your, your personal journey. I like to get to know my guests a little bit and, and just hear about where you grew up and what life was like growing up for you. I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, believe it or not. And I fell in love with a, I had a boyfriend in high school and we became high school sweethearts and we married and moved down to Mobile, Alabama. But <laughs> he was in the military, so I was a Navy wife for a long time, even before I moved down to Alabama. So that was interesting. You know, I didn't think that when I got married, I would be separated so much from my new husband. (laughs) So that was pretty interesting. We both ended up going to school down there at the University of South Alabama, and that was a lot of fun. I was in communications, and um, he was, I think he was actually in history when he started, but now, then he was in something else. But so I I got educated in communications, and uh, my minor was graphic design, and I also had a double uh, minor graphic design and psychology. See, you know, I think it's so interesting too. Um, well, I, I have to ask, first of all, are you a Ohio State Buckeyes or Alabama fan or, or, or no, just no college football? Because I'm, I'm a really big Michigan Wolverines fan. Are you? You know, I never really took up, I was a volleyball player. <laughs> so I was never really a football or a basketball fan. But <laughs> yeah, I um I always have to double check because if you said you were a Buckeyes fan, then I'd have to end the interview now. But <laughs> we're good. We're good. So, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about your career journey because, you know, in your introduction, it, you've done a lot of things and mm-hmm. branding strategy has been around for a long time. But personal branding strategy is kind of something that a, a lot of people are just getting more and more familiar with. So tell us a little bit about your career journey and then let's dive into brand strategy. Oh, awesome. So I always wanted to be what my brother was. You know, I looked up to him and he was in design. He went to the um, University of Cincinnati. And so I actually enrolled in some design courses. And so that kind of what is what led me into the communication side of the world through design. Um, and then I had a lot of PR work behind me. 
marketing. I did a lot of marketing and marketing training work behind me. And being in that world, it was so fascinating just to know and see how many different ways you could actually disseminate information about a brand or about an event or about something, right? So I got into, uh, I was in a, a marketing firm and we grew through acquisition. We bought 13 companies in just two years and it was nuts, right? So here we are trying to inculcate all of these other companies into this major brand, right? And so I learned a lot about brand internal work, the internal development piece and developing culture, vernacular, vocabulary within the company. It's so different than what you think about in what you express externally in the marketing realm, right? How do we want to be internally as a brand and show up and deliver on our promise? So that's what fascinated me. And I, I started really gravitating towards the psychology from the internal communications and the leadership styles and how do we develop this brand and get everybody enlisted, equipped, and engaged into formulating this all at once, right? Exponentially within the company. So <laughs> I decided- That's a lot. Would, it is a lot. It really, you know, I was creative director at the time. So realizing that we were taking on these other companies is what really intrigued me. And then I, I just, one year I decided to leave because it became a mess. It became so chaotic that I think we, we lost our way a little bit. And I wanted to go off on my own and start my own business. And that's when I started a company called ID by Design. And that's really about corporate identity design and collateral pieces that would go with that, right? And three years into that, I grew it about 30% every year. And then <laughs> I had this major BFO. I call it a BFO. It's a blinding flash of the obvious. My clients were realizing that they were a little anticipatory of stepping into a new look and feel because it felt way above what they currently were. You know, when you design a new logo and you get this fresh look and feel, it's like they were like, wow, we've got to live up to this now. And that kind of shocked me that they, they had that anticipation. And I thought, well, you know what? Maybe we just don't quite understand who you are yet as a brand. So that several of those opportunities happened as I was designing logos and realizing that all I was really doing for these clients was putting lipstick on the pig. And what I mean by that is just putting a new coat of paint, right? On something that they've been used to do and, and they think that it's going to improve their business. When in fact, all it's doing is that this just new coat of paint, but they're acting the same. They still don't have a, a vision or mission or brand promise, or they don't have core values that they've set and lived up to. So I felt like I was doing them a disservice and decided that I was going to stop designing. And I'm going to help you identify, define, and align to a brand value position first. And that's what kind of brought me into this whole internal work. I love that. And I think it's, it's so true because, well, we'll just talk about, you have the first brand, like you said, with, you know, having a logo and everything. But then if you decide to rebrand, then there's a lot of work that goes into a rebrand. But again, if you're not aligning everything and figuring out, like you just said, your core values and, and so much more. And it, there's so much more behind a brand than just a logo. And 
I know Let's that, talk about that. <laughs> I was going to say, I know that as a, as a solopreneur uh, myself, it was hard for me to get in front of the camera. And because I was like, well, I want, I want my logo to be out there. I want my business to be out there. I want people to do business with me. If they just see a picture of me on there, on my Instagram profile, they're just going to think that it's, it's a personal page or that I'm not serious. But really, when I took a step back and I started showing up more in front of my audience as Katie Brinkley, I changed out my avatar. That's when so much changed for me. And I, I would love for you just to talk to us a little bit about that, about how stepping away from the logo can really be best for your brand. Well, let's talk about what is a brand and the difference between branding and marketing. This is like the biggest um, misconception I see out there because it's used in the same sentence a lot. And when people, sometimes when I'm introduced as a brand clarity expert, someone will come up to me and say, oh, you're, you're in marketing. And it's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm in brand development, right? So the difference real quick is that you market a brand. So the verb of marketing is really about disseminating and communicating the information, the message about the brand. So what I do is help people understand the brand, right? In order to go out and message it with relevancy <laughs> and alignment. So the book, The Personal Brand Clarity for Solopreneurs is really about fleshing out what are those attributes that you espouse at the authentic level that you can then leverage and really begin to show up and become what you wanna be known for which is who you already are. But naming it is something that's so magical that happens when my clients really narrow down into those attributes and then I get them to define what those attributes mean in a way that they are showing up, you know, very tangibly. Then all of a sudden Pandora's box pops open and they have all these great ideas as to how to create more differentiation, how to really leverage in their actions and behaviors, who they are. So if we have, we're marketing a brand and a brand is just a perception, that's it. So branding is the assignment of meaning to that perception. And that's where a lot of people get hung up right? Because they're like, where do I get started? How do, what do I do? I don't even know the first thing to do, right? So that's why I pioneered this process called Brand DNA. And it's in the Personal Brand Clarity book, where it's just step by step, we're going to just unlock and unpack all of the pieces to your brand puzzle, so that you can be conscious, strategic, and just deliberate in how you show up. You're, you're saying so much here. And I think that <laughs> if someone, well, and I mean, I think that a lot of, there's so much involved with being a business owner. And if someone's listening right now and they're like, well, wait a second. Now, now you're saying I have to, you know, I have a logo. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, I have to figure out the whole branding strategy. Like, how, how do I even start with that? Well, one would be to buy checking out your book. But if you, if you could say like, <laughs> all right, Take a step back here and I want you, as you're listening here, to think of these three things for this will help you start your branding journey. What are like three ideas that you could give someone to just kind of start working with to start figuring out what their brand is? Mm -hmm. Well, first, I want to address your logo, um, your logo discussion about, you know, so many of us 
solopreneurs think that once we're done with the logo and the website and we've got business cards, we're branded. We're branded, right? But that's untrue. So the brand, the logo is really just a visual icon that only represents the brand. So what is that visual icon supposed to represent? And once I see that icon and then I meet you and, and I get to know you, right? I start applying perceptions to the visual icon based on what I know to be true about my experience with you as the solopreneur. So you literally become the representation of that brand. Does that make sense? So anytime I see those colors or that font or that particular graphic image, I'm going to feel what I felt when I met you and when I did work with you, right? So that's, we've got to really understand that if I can control, take control of the brand and really understand how I want to be perceived, then I've, I can do so many cool things and create differentiation. That means I stop chasing the clients. I start creating a magnet and pulling them in the right clients that really appreciate what I do, who I am, what I stand for, because they do too, right? It's the same thing. So everybody has a brand already. So you don't have to go out to Walmart or Target or anywhere to go get a brand, so to speak, right? You don't have to go shopping for a brand. You have to uncover the brand. And when we uncover it, we get in control of it. Whew. Yeah, this is, I, I love this conversation because I'm, I'm getting all these ideas. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Everything. Well, it, it's something that a social media strategist, when mm -hmm. someone has taken the steps that you're talking about, it makes my job 10 million <laughs> times easier. Really, it does. Right. And that's where I think a lot of people try and kind of put the, the carriage before the horse is, is, yeah. is they'll ask me to come in and start creating social media posts. But if until I have the branding strategy, the guidelines, you know, the, the brand book, I'm just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping I can target the right people that will accept this message. Whereas if someone goes and works with someone, you know, reads your book and, and kind of takes the steps that you are talking about, then they have a strategy for me to implement. And it makes it so that you are getting in touch with the exact right person with every single post that you push out there. Absolutely. You know, your insight is really spot on. And I have a lot of partnerships with marketers because when the client finishes with me, they know exactly who they are and they get to tell people like you what they want. And you get to produce this beautiful stuff that is so on brand that it, you know, marketing works smarter when it's on brand, right? And not harder. So it's super smart. You spend less money in marketing because it's so relevant and so right on. It's just a powerful thing. The, the resistance, I think, are, is when the solopreneur has to realize that they have to really go inward and think about what is it about them that is that snowflake that is so unique and different and then bring that to the forefront and be more of that to create competitive advantage because when you think about your clients go go ahead oh no 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 i want you to finish i want you to finish i want my solopreneur prospects or clients to think about your perfect client are those people that are already ready to buy what you have they're all ready to, you don't have to convince them or anything. 
what you're trying to convince them of in terms of not the product, but why should they buy from you, right? So they have 15 people they're interviewing that provides the same product. So find that one that you connect with, you have you know, the chemistry with that, that gets you, right? That has some relevancy with you. Oh, Susanna, you are speaking my language right now. So I, I work with a lot of realtors and real estate agents. And so I, I think that too. it's, it, there. I would think it was four years ago or six years ago, people could say that they knew an average of four realtors and now it's an average of 10. So there's, <laughs> it is definitely an oversaturated market for somebody that is uh, a real estate agent. And so I think that what people, what I try and tell all my clients is like, what makes you different from all the other realtors out there? It's you. And yeah. the second that you realize that, that is when you are going to see your business increase. I mean, they can work with just about anyone to buy a house, but why did they choose to work with you? And so what's one of the hardest things I have to get out of my clients is what makes them different? Because they're like, I don't know. I really don't want to be on camera. I don't, I don't really know what makes me different. And you know, what's some of your advice for them if they're listening mm. right now? So everyone has a brand already, right? I think I mentioned that. The, the good news is everybody already has a brand. So they're already living their brand. They, they're just not that conscious of it, right? <laughs> and the bad news is, is that everybody has a brand. <laughs> so if you're not conscious of it and you're, you find that in your current environment, you're not getting the business or you're not getting the loyal clients or you're not getting the positive feedback that you're wanting, you've got to really take a look at how you think you're being and how you're actually showing up, right? There's that incongruency there. And I do a ton of workshops for realtors, right? And I, in fact, did one just last week. And we talked about the internal awareness of who you are as a brand. You've been in your body for all these years. You think you know who you are, but then there's this external piece that's your audience, right? Out there. And they are seeing something probably a little bit different generally, especially if we haven't done the work really to get it conscious in our minds. The goal is to get them overlapping or to get your internal even in the center, right? Center ball of the external environment so that you are, you are the one in control of what you're expressing outward. And you're really just like, I like to use Disney a lot. You know, Disney has created very thoughtfully, and it's called brand management, this environment they've controlled from the moment you park, right? Because you've got all these characters, you park in these character lots, right? You get on the bus, you start hearing the music. I mean, everything is controlled. They've got music coming from rocks in the park, right? I mean, just everywhere. So when you think about how can I really absorb or, or exude even, absorb who I am and then exude it, in a way that's highly conscious, then you can start really showing up. And it doesn't mean you have to be on TV. It doesn't mean you have to be on a, a, a video. It's whatever medium you feel most comfortable in, even though you know we know that we're a, a internet environment, right? And a lot of sales come that way, but you can also do a lot of great networking. If you're a one-on-one -on -one kind of person, you can, emails are very popular, very powerful still these days. Tell your story. Talk to your audiences about who you are. And with, when do, you're doing the work, right, the, the personal brand work, you have so much content because you get a lot of details that flush out of this process. And that's what you go to market with. It's, it's so true. And I think that, that that's one thing that 
a lot of people struggle with is just what makes someone wants to do business with you is most of the time you. And yeah. especially <laughs> as as a as a real real estate agent, that is one of the hardest things to kind of get used to is that it's like it's it's you that they want to do business with. And so stepping out and showing your face and, and showcasing more of who you are is going to help you with your, your whole brand. And, and, and you are the brand, like you've been saying, it's, it's something that I think is, you know, we, we've, as we've grown up, we've seen Nike, we've seen, you know, Disney, and we've always thought about the corporate side of a brand, mm -hmm. but this whole personal side of a brand, I feel like it's new and it's mostly just because of social media, but Tell us a little bit how a solopreneur uses branding versus someone in the corporate world. Well, because the decisions that are made by your solopreneur clients, your buyers, right, are really based on you versus a perception of a larger entity and an expectation of a certain product quality, right? The, the product is more of the brand. But when you think about like Apple, there are Apple lovers that will buy anything Apple puts out. I don't care what it is. I don't care what product it is. They trust the brand because the brand is about innovation. It's about movement forward. It's about simplicity. It's about, and those are things that that market stands for, right? So the personal brand is really about your delivery of who you are and walking your talk and delivering on your promise. And until you understand that fully, I would beg to differ that you can produce that consistently, right? Because we, we become chameleons and we're really good at it as human beings. We like to fit in. We like to just wear whatever everybody else is wearing so we fit in, right? But until we understand who we are, we don't know what our own distinctions are. And I call that being impacted at the external level so much so that we are no longer internally driven and we become vulnerable, right? We become robots out there and everything becomes a transaction instead of this personal visceral relationship in this chemistry we can build. The more we know my, ourselves, the more we can know others. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And, you know, let's say someone has figured out their personal brand, they have it, in their mind, they're, they're going forward with the, all the strategies that you teach. What do you keep them from falling off the wagon? What is a bit of advice that you have for keeping their personal brand going strong? You know, I always have my students keep their brand's DNA. I have my one sheet right here. And so this is something that I can really just look at and review on a regular basis, especially when, you know, every once in a while we get in a funk, you know, we're like feeling down and things aren't going our way. And we just, we lose sight and we get out of alignment. So the, it's the tools that you get through the process that help you to remember who you really are. And what happens is you fall back in love with who you are and you get regenerated. And it sounds, you know, a little woo-woo, but it's so true. We, we get lost in this mesh and this uh, just group of social media out there and we feel like we're not living up to some things but um but if the more we know who we are the more confident we are and the less ups and downs we have and the more um steady trajectories we have it's so true social media is it's a two-edged sword like you, you can't live with it you can't live without <laughs> it sometimes 
And it's hard because well, as a solopreneur, mindset is everything. And it can be really hard not to look at where someone is that you admire and see where they're at now and think that that's where you're supposed to be because you haven't seen the past four, five, six years that they've been working to get to where they are right now. And it, it's hard. You have to just kind of focus in on your own path and and where you are with, with your business and not compare Gotta put on the blinders. You can't compare, you know, everyone your where you are in your journey is to where someone else is further down along the road and where they are with theirs. And it's I'm so glad you brought that up because it can be hard to to keep those those blinders on and stay true to where you are with your own business. Yeah, I think consistency is a big is one of the three most powerful characteristics of a successful brand is consistency. And and I get my clients to take consistency audits but it's after they've identified and defined, this isn't the align side of it, the align piece, because they can only align to what they know, right? If they haven't crafted, uh, really named their brand yet, identified and defined it, then they can't be consistent to something that they don't know about. So when we take a consistency audit, we really look at all of their actions and behaviors within the business, And just so you know, and your audience knows that personal branding isn't just about your work. It's about who you are, how you show up with your family, your community, right? How you manage your own well-being is a part of your personal brand. Again, it's just a perception. It's what others perceive, but ideally it's what you perceive of yourself first. I love that. It's it's so true. And I, um, you know, the whole time you were talking, I was doing my own little mental audit of (laughs) <laughs> who am I? What is my brand? Is it in alignment with my business and everything? So Suzanne, this has been such a great conversation. I feel like I could talk for, with you for, for hours. If there's anything that I haven't asked you about during today's discussion that you think is important to share, is there anything that I might've missed? Well, I want to make sure that your audiences really understand that marketing might get prospects in the door, but it truly is your brand that keeps them coming back. And to work on the brand is valuable. It is, it'll change and rock your world with clarity. Clarity is the basis for action. So if you're stuck and you feel like you're spending a lot of money in marketing right now and you're not going anywhere in the direction you want to go, then stop for a minute. I've got a workshop called Stop Marketing for Now, Start Branding. And once you do, you've got that content then to really push it forward and out there in very consistent, deliberate ways. And it just I love it. You know, and like I said, as a marketer, Mm -hmm. when a client comes to me and they have the tools in place that you're talking about, man, I got to tell you, it moves the needle and things, it's much easier to do the sort of business for them that they need to have to to move the needle. So it's so true. And sometimes if something's not working with your marketing, take a step back and, and take a look at where you are with your brand. So This has been such a great conversation. Thank you again so much for joining me. Where can we learn more about you and your business online? Where can we find your book? The book is on Amazon. Personal Brand Clarity is on Amazon, along with my uh, first book, Brand DNA, but that's really for businesses with employees. But the Personal Brand Clarity is a solopreneur-focused process. I have an online course, too, called It's the Same Thing That's in the Book, But It's More Interactive. And that is uh, personalbrandpresence.com. And I have a free Kickstarter toolkit for personal brands. 
and it's right on my website. Go right to the Kickstarter Toolkit tab and you can get enrolled in that and get four amazing resources to kickstart starting to flush out your core personal brand. Thank you again so much for coming on the show today. Thanks so much, Katie. It was great to talk to you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. As always, I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website at www.nextstepsocialcommunications.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, or check me out on Instagram. Let's keep taking your marketing to new heights.